Welcome to From the Strange and Unexplained to a Spirit-Guided Life with me, Christy All. Let's talk about telepathy. I don't know about you, but I have heard through the years there is this mother-child bond or twin sibling bond where you know your mother needs to like has this realization that she's supposed to call you or that something is off with you and she suddenly calls you to check in and you know come to find out that you're having a very stressful time or that you are um you know in danger or, or something in your life is happening and there was this connection and something that told her, one, that told her that she needed to call you, or two, that the, the child in the situation had been reaching out telepathically, mentally to their parent, doesn't necessarily have to be the mother, it can be the father, or a close relative had been reaching out mentally to that um, family member for help as if they were internally calling out and then suddenly on the other end on the receiving end of that message they were like oh I think I need to call Sally and um, those are really some standard examples of telepathy as far as twin siblings go Oftentimes you see videos and um, interesting information about how one twin can feel something that the other twin is feeling either physically or emotionally, but that they uh, have also the ability to finish each other's sentences. It's as though they can hear telepathically what their sibling is going to say and then complete the sentence before the sibling ever says it. To me, that is absolutely fascinating. And telepathy has always been a curiosity of mine. I can't say necessarily that I'm exceptional at it, uh, but what I did learn that is very important in this recent class that I took in um, the beginning of summer was that telepathy can be viewed from two different sides. You can be either a really good receiver, like a receiver of the message, or you can also be a really good sender as though I would be sending someone a message and, um, but I have a challenge of doing both in that, uh, at least during the class that I was taking, it was, it was kind of challenging. Um, but you know, so is any class when you're starting something for the first time. But as we continue to practice and really dive into the energy of telepathy, I began to experience it in a different way. And what I mean by that is telepathy isn't 
necessarily just about sending a message. Like um, if I were to send my mom a telepathic message that said, mom, call me, mom, call me, mom, call me, mom, call me. Right. Um, there, it's not just the words that I am sending out into the universe and um, into uh, yeah, into the airwaves, if you will, the energetic waves. But it's the energy behind that, the urgency, the um, the the strong desire, the emotion behind that message that helps to send that information very, very strongly. Now, if, say, for example, in this class that I had taken, it wasn't really an emotionally charged situation. So that didn't provide any urgency as far as sending. It was more about learning to uh, manage my energy in the situation learning to expand my energy out as far as I could fathom in order to receive the information. Now, you know, some people could say, okay, well, telepathically, you're attempting to be in the same room as the person that is sending the information as if you were, uh, you know, sitting next to them on a couch trying to hear their conversation. So that can be a way in which you can receive by putting yourself in the same room. But if you don't want to be in the same room, say, for example, what if they're having a very difficult time or they have been faced with a tragic event? You don't necessarily want to be there with them, but you want to be receptive to their messages. And so being receptive is really about expanding your energy. And it's as though there's this invisible bubble around you. And with each breath, you just keep expanding and expanding and expanding that bubble so that you have the ability to reach out to the person that is attempting to send you information or images, messages. And that way you feel less vulnerable like you don't have to be um, in that tragic event with them, but you can hear their message. It's a it's a good way to um, help yourself from experiencing the same trauma that the sender is experiencing. Because, gosh, how horrific would it be to suddenly be put in the car with this person who was just in a car accident. Now that information may come later or it may come from them as they are sending it to you. But let's 
focus on the message and not necessarily the event because the event can be interpreted interpreted completely different than what the message is. So essentially what I learned about telepathy is that it's about expanding your energy, being open to receiving the messages and doing your best not to manipulate the information when it's received. You just receive it and accept it as it is, which can be challenging because our ego wants to step in and is like, no, that's not it. You're doing it wrong and talk you out of the information that you get. So it's an excellent practice um, to have someone, say, for example, use a playing card and look at this playing card and then send you the color and suit of that playing card. So let's say the sender has a queen of hearts and they don't obviously show you the card, but they're going to telepathically send you the information, the message of queen of hearts. And then you open and expand your energy, be willing to receive the information and then just take what comes. You may not get hearts, you may not even get queen, but let's say you get the color red. And that really says, hey, you know what, I'm on the right track. It's just a matter of building up my telepathic vocabulary in order to receive all of the information that I'm getting. And then as the sender, right, so that was, primarily about being the receiver of the information, but as the sender of the information, you want to be clear, direct, and focused. You don't necessarily want to, you know, lose track of what you're sending. <laughs> if you're sending that queen of hearts, you don't want to suddenly think of, oh, Jack of Clubs or Ace of Diamonds and um, kind of get lost in the sauce of what it is you're sending. You want to be able to be super, super focused and very, very clear about what you're sending so that there's no question when the receiver gets the message that it is what you have sent. Uh, so that is just a basic example of practicing telepathy. You can, um, you can also telepathically send emotion. It is, it, everyone experiences emotion differently in their body, but when we experience emotion, it's intense, typically. We're super happy, we're excited, we're sad, um, we're angry or we're frustrated. Uh, but, you know, when you are telepathically practicing sending emotion, that can get a little, that can get a little hairy because when you're practicing telepathic uh, telepathy, it can it can feel like you guys are getting tangled in each other's energy. So I would say for the sake of practice, I would really focus on benign things like playing cards or images and really 
feeling the color or the shape of what is being sent. A wonderful way besides playing cards are uh, what are called Zenner cards and they are specific shapes within each shape is a certain color and those are really great to practice with because you can focus on the color or you can focus on the shape and some ways to be able to send that information are you know letting the receiver um like you could say i'm splashing this color against the wall or i'm putting the shape in your hands or um i'm dumping the color on your head and it's running down your body and it becomes then a very personal experience and a way to perceive the information telepathically and so these are just some examples of how you can practice telepathy but really i just wanted to let you guys know it's possible it's completely possible and it's completely possible separate from mother child bond uh, twin sibling bond it is possible just two people who are willing to communicate telepath telepathically and it, that they can make it happen and it can be done and it's a real thing. And I know this certainly stretches everyone's imagination and stretches everyone's idea of what's possible as human beings, but I've experienced it and I've been both the sender and the receiver and I've actually, <laughs> I've actually gotten it correct, <laughs> which <laughs> Um, you know, when you're first starting out, it can be a little discouraging. You're just like, oh, I've gotten every single one wrong. <laughs> um, don't give up. Keep practicing. Keep trying. And just realize, hey, it's totally possible. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode about telepathy. And I will see you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to From the Strange and Unexplained to a Spirit-Guided Life with me, Christy All. To learn more about what I do, visit my website, christyall.com. For future updates on the show, to give feedback on future episodes, or to just connect, follow me on Instagram at christy underscore all. A massive shout out to Dea Dova for my theme song, Ring of the Old Lore. See you next time.